and welcome back to the Magic Cafe show. I had a really, really rough day and I thought the best way to end this day or to make this day more magical is to record a podcast and share with you what's going on because I feel like it's obviously something that I go through but also a great analogy for what we are all going through right now where we navigate the unknown and we are in the middle of the unknown in the middle of transformation in the middle of getting to know ourselves from a very new angle every single day because we are all in an evolutionary cycle where we have death and rebirth experiences almost every single day because everything in 2020 is amplified and is going on in lightning speed and especially in Scorpio season where we go even deeper especially during a Mercury retrograde in Scorpio where we reflect even deeper where we unravel patterns and imprints in our psyche in our emotional bodies every single day and sometimes you don't even know what it's all about and today I had a really really high anxiety day I would call it where I just feel anxious and unrooted for obviously a reason because there is there are external events that are happening around me and I mean obviously globally but also in my own world where I know it's not a surprise that I feel unrooted but then at the same time I know the reaction that I have uh, because it's so amplified it's definitely a trauma response and I want to talk about triggers that cause trauma responses today and how you can root yourself and anchor yourself and find security inside of yourself again right especially if you feel triggered especially if you feel wounded especially if you feel anxious and you don't know how to navigate your emotions because again Scorpio is the deepest water sign you can get right so we talk about deep emotions that we might not know how to navigate and that's why Scorpio also rules the shadow it rules suppression it rules an intense need for security in order to feel emotions. It also rules jumping off many, many cliffs and jumping into the unknown, the, dar the darkness, right? And shining a light on the darkness because that's the gift of Scorpio is when we shine a light on the darkness, there's nothing we have to fear anymore, right? And it also rules the light and the dark, right? It, it rules the eighth house, which can also be the house of death. It can be the, the house of the shadow. And so if we want to run away from our shadows all the time, then, you know, there's always a bigger, bigger, I guess, enemy inside of ourselves and we are our own enemies. And we also give ourselves sort of like the message that we don't love every single part of ourselves, right? And so sometimes we have to also own the fact that we are not always the light. We also can be the shadow. And I want to talk about that too and help you own every single part of you, right? So you don't reject yourself anymore. And that's a big, big part of, you know, Chiron and Aries, right? Where we actually have to see that we've been rejecting ourselves as well. We've not just been rejected by the outside world, we've also been rejecting ourselves. So where have you been rejecting yourself because you thought you were not good enough or you thought that's not accepted by society or you have to act or behave in a different way and that following your instincts, Aries, is not accepted, right? So you have to people please, that would be the opposite side, which is Libra, right? Instead of Aries and instead of following your intuition or your instincts really you started people pleasing and that's a big shadow of mine right where i feel extremely guilty if i 
don't act according to what other people expect of me. And when I say that, I mean, I feel extremely, extremely triggered because it's a childhood trigger that I have, where I got the message many, many times in my life that if I set boundaries and yeah, follow my own instincts and my own needs, that this is selfish, right? And that's a big, big story or part of my son in the eighth house conjunct Chiron, where I've been rejected for my own light many, many times. And that's not just true in the creative work that I do. It's also true in relationship dynamics, especially because I have a South Node in the seventh house. So, you know, the, the being around people and being in relationships or being around any sort of relationship dynamic and not alone is sort of my comfort zone. So going out there and claiming my own needs, right, my own boundaries is so far out, outside of my comfort zone. And so while I've been in the US, I've been around so many people the whole time and I actually sort of like got away from my North Node in the first house and I honed into my North Node in Sagittarius only. So I missed half the path of my North Node, which is my destiny, which is far, far, far outside of my comfort zone. And so I got this strong, strong message and impulse from my soul to say, hey, when you move on now, I want you to have your own space again. I want you to claim your own boundaries. I want you to speak up for yourself and I want you to be in your hermit line again, right? In my human design, I'm a 6'2", so the underlying theme of my life is always to be the hermit because I know that in these hermit phases, even though they are so, so far outside of my comfort zone and I would love to be around people because that gives me security and safety all the time. Even though I have that, I just sometimes yeah love to be in my cozy bubble around people especially in unrooted places such as traveling right because traveling is such an unrooting thing for me but I know that it's my trainings camp to find even more security and stability inside of myself so it doesn't even matter if I change my environment if I change the country if I move or travel it doesn't matter because I have to create that security and stability inside of myself. And you guys know that I've been talking about that topic ever since we had the North Node in Capricorn and the South Node in, in Cancer, right? But it's not easy for me. It's not easy for me. And the universe pushes me all the time to start traveling, right? So I actually have to learn how to navigate myself and my own security and stability inside of myself and so part of the shadow that I had to face is to see that actually I've been only doing half of the work right I, I'm doing I actually have been half assing so to speak my my own purpose my own destiny which is hard for someone like me to to say and to acknowledge when you know I do that as a full-time business where I help people navigate and understand their soul contract and I encourage them to follow their soul's destiny fully and completely and trusting in that. And I had to see that, well, I myself, because everything is so unstable and insecure in the outside world, I myself have not done my full homework, so to speak, because I've been indulging, so to speak, in the South Node in the seventh house which is basically being around people all the time because it's cozy, it's comfortable, it feels safe. And it doesn't mean that you have to completely always move away from your South Lone because again, it's also one of my greatest gifts because I can be around people and I love that. And people also love to be in my energy and I know that. And I know that it also is partially not just for me to 
um, be with these people, it's also that they, um, again, like they benefit from it at the same time. And that's a big part of what I am about to share in this episode too. We have to get over ourselves in, in many, many ways. And even in, when we speak about, you know, establishing boundaries and speaking up for yourself, especially if it has to do with another person or another relationships, uh, sometimes it's not even about just you, right? You might feel guilty, you might feel like you are too much if you speak up for yourself and if you maybe even trigger the other party, right? But what if that other person also has to learn a lesson here? If you don't speak up for yourself, if you don't establish the boundaries, if you keep yourself but also the other person in the comfort bubble, you actually prevent them from learning their lesson and doing their homework, their soul work as well. So it's not even just about you, right? Because we are in a universe that is co-creative. So we co-create. We attract people into our life for a reason, right? We learn with each other, through each other. Everyone is your teacher, everyone is your guide. So if you just keep yourself in the comfort bubble because you feel like you would be a bad person if you speak up for yourself and if you claim your needs, well then actually you don't just reject your own soul and your own truth, but you also don't allow the other person to learn their lesson. And I think that's a big, big mindset shift that I have to have for my own journey right now, where I needed to speak up for myself. And it was definitely not easy. It made me feel so guilty. It made me feel like a bad person. Literally, my entire universe was just like, oh my gosh, I am such an awful friend. I'm such an awful person. And I know that it's not even just about the dynamic with the person I'm talking about. And I know that she is definitely listening to this podcast and I say that with so much love because we both are here to learn lessons and I love our relationship so much because even me claiming my boundaries, she still loved me and she still accepted me and she's still, you know, with me and a big part of my life. And that's such a, I mean, I almost have to cry um, because it gets me emotional because I thought that I couldn't speak my truth in that situation without losing her right and yeah that was not easy because it's such a big childhood trigger for me such a big childhood trigger where I have been in many 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 situations been rejected by my father in particular but also some no most of my father really where I was a bad child for having needs right and it's interesting because I have two Virgo parents and the person I'm talking about is a Virgo too. So I feel like Virgos always trigger me. My ex-boyfriend was a double Virgo, so I have, I have my stories with Virgos. But it's so beautiful to see that, you know, this person is not leaving me and she's still here. She still loves me. She's still supportive. And I mean, obviously, I, I never know what's going on in their head, but I respect and honor that she allows me to have my own space and follow my own truth without um, yeah completely rejecting me or erasing me out of her life and the reason I wanted to share that is because that in itself is such a big analogy for childhood triggers right where we think or we where we base our decisions and our actions on 
things that we've experienced in childhood and we think that every single person that we meet that triggers us and sometimes we are not even aware of that of the fact that it is a childhood trigger but we just assume that the person will react just as our caregivers did right and that every single person on this planet will react just as our caregivers did because that's how deep the imprint of childhood wounds can can sit inside of our psyche and that's why we are have Scorpio season where we have to dismantle that and bring it to the surface and bring shining a light on that because even up until the point that I recorded this podcast and shared about what's going on I didn't even realize how emotionally affected I was by that situation and how much fear I had about or around speaking my truth right and I wanted to avoid that childhood trigger so much to the fact that I would deny my own needs, I would deny my own soul and I would just ignore my intuition in that sense where I knew that I had to have my own space and boundaries set in place, right? And again, it's not even about the other person, it's really not, but I know that I thought that person would think it is about them because that's exactly how my dad always would respond when I shared my own needs right and at some point I just stopped it but that's obviously not sustainable it's not a healthy dynamic and I also know that again like I can forgive my dad because I know where he comes from as well so it's 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 such a big big lesson for all of us because the imprints that we had from childhood they are you know childhood is always you know the root of our safety in this world right because that's where where we learn if the world is a safe place if other humans are safe, right? And how we have to, quote unquote, act or behave in order to feel safe around other humans, right? And then sometimes humans enter our life and we feel safe straight up from the get-go and we don't even have any doubt for feeling safe. But then there are humans in our life that trigger childhood wounds and they make us feel unsafe or icky or they, you know, have, you might even have um, reactions in your body when you are around them, there's something off. And the easiest way is to just run away from that, right? But honestly, that is really not a solution because you will meet another person that triggers the exact same wound and maybe it gets even bigger and bigger and bigger. And for me in particular, obviously, I'm preparing for my Saturn return, right? So I'm not surprised that you know, even though I'm not physically with my dad, that there might be topics related to him. And usually that always showed up in romantic relationships. But now, you know, that I'm not having any romantic partner right now. Well, it does show up in even friendships. And that's where I invite you to really observe the dynamic around people that trigger you and don't just run away because running away from triggers is missing out on so much gold, right? Because triggers are actually your guides from the universe, your ticket to freedom. That's something that I realized more and more and more because when we run away from triggers, they get even bigger. So we have a big, even bigger blind spot that literally holds us back from the evolution of our soul from moving closer to our soul right but if you move closer to our triggers and if we shine a light on them that's our ticket to freedom because when we face the trigger and we learn about the trigger and we love the trigger and we see the message and the meaning of the trigger and also the root of the trigger then well we can shine a light on it love on it and integrate it and that's where that's the real shadows work right that's that's shadow work to love the trigger to understand it because when you were young, right, and when you created that imprint that causes triggers in your adult life, you might not have had the awareness or the understanding of 
why did this is triggering to you why it, it's causing you unsafety right and that's where trauma comes from right this feeling unsafe and then suppressing things or creating dynamics inside of your psyche or in the way you show up and, and yeah basically claim your needs claim your power and when we were young we, we just don't understand the dynamics and that's why we have to f pay attention to triggers in your adult life even more because now you have all the tools of this universe especially in 2020 where more and more people talk about emotional wounds emotional imprints emotional intelligence right and spiritual awareness right spiritual awareness is really to see every single trigger every th single thing that makes you feel uncomfortable and asking yourself why instead of running away right and that's why you know 2020 is the year of feeling uncomfortable probably every single day where something new is literally hitting you into your face and you're like wow will this ever end and it's just because the triggers in 2020 are amplified so we have even more freedom in 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 the future right we have to free ourselves by facing the triggers and yeah that's just why i wanted to record this episode and share about my experiences recently because I know that this is like a big big unrooting theme for me or unrooting topic and it's no wonder that this is unrooting because I mean if I don't claim or if I don't stay true to my truth and if I don't stay true to my intuition I'm unrooting myself because I'm not rooted in my intuition anymore right so no surprise I feel anxious no surprise I feel unsafe and that's a vicious cycle because it pushes me even more into my south node into my comfort zone into my bubble and gives me even less strength and courage and power to step outside of my comfort zone because if you are unrooted or if you base your security on something outside of yourself and other people circumstances whatever it is of course you can't step outside of your comfort zone right because you are first and foremost dependent on other people on other things on things outside of you so the key is really to root yourself to plug yourself into your own intuition your own truth even if that means that you would end up alone it doesn't matter right because the truth is that your soul work first and foremost is for yourself right and your soul, first and foremost, is playing its own game on, in this universe. You are your own avatar. You're not playing for other people. You're not here to play for other people. You're here to play for yourself. You are here to experience for yourself. That's the only reason, the only intention for this life for you, right? To have your own experience. That's why, you know, the first sign of the zodiac is Aries, right? So Aries is all about you. <laughs> it's all about you and your instinct and your, literally, your intention for this life right what did you want to actualize right what's the fire you wanted to ignite on this planet right what's the pluto desire that you wanted to actualize through aries right mars the first sign that's what you want to ask yourself so you're not here to please people you're not here to fit everyone's standards or to to make everyone else happy you're only here to make yourself happy and sometimes that's hard because we learn that if someone is upset with us, we are a bad person, right? That's usually something that we learn in childhood. But you want to ask yourself if that's really true, right? Because another truth, at least from my understanding, is that if someone is upset with you or rejects you because of a behavior or a need that you have, doesn't that mean they are triggered by you? Doesn't it mean that there's also something they want to heal inside of themselves? because they want you to act a certain way so they are basically trying to manipulate you or 
to want you to be a certain way so they, they actually don't love you unconditionally and if someone doesn't love you unconditionally you want to ask yourself if you really 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 want to please someone that doesn't love you unconditionally because if there's a condition to your love you will always be drained if you are around that person right and again that's something that i can definitely speak from my own experience from childhood where I'd never felt unconditionally loved but only because the person I was asking to love me unconditionally didn't ask themselves unconditionally. So I can't even blame them because they've never learned what that means to love someone unconditionally, right? And again, where the root of all of that comes from is first of all, first of all, you need to love yourself unconditionally. So I needed to tell myself, well, Kathy, if you love yourself unconditionally, it doesn't matter if someone else thinks badly about you. It doesn't mean anything about you. And that's something that I completely lost track on, right? Because I was too concerned about my own safety and security and comfort bubble of being around people and the fact of or the, the, the idea of you know getting my own space again and moving into another country by myself uh, without being with other people definitely gave me anxiety and then I realized wow that's actually something I've mastered before why gives, does it give me anxiety now what changed and obviously what changed is first of all that everything in the outside world right now is really unstable and we never know right but then i also know well i'm here to create stability and safety inside of myself and actually the system and the world wants you to feel or it wants you to to pause and to stop your purpose and that's why we have so much fear and anxiety in the in the outside world right that's why fear is such an amazing control tactic and oh I had to realize for myself that I was actually, you know, sort of like controlled by fear, right? And the, the, the reason for that was actually my own behavior. It was not something that happened in the outside world. Maybe the outside world was a trigger because there were things in the outside world that made me feel uneasy or unstable. And then maybe another person came into my life that made me feel uneasy, unstable, that triggered something from childhood, right? And that's why I started to unplug myself from my own intuition and I didn't hear it anymore. And by the way, that's why I love human design, because in your human design chart, you can see where you absorb other people's energies. So chances are that you might not even absorb other people's anxiety, other people's stuff, thoughts, emotions, maybe even. Right. If you have a lot of open centers in your design. So partially the things that you feel are not even your own and you mess your life up because of things that you feel from other people. That's why, again, it's so, so important to be in your own energy, especially if you have a lot of open centers. And I do, right? I only have three centers defined. So most of my chart is white. Most of the, my chart means that I absorb so much from the outside world and I need to lean even more into my own space, my hermit face, right? And now that I allow myself to do that, I feel so much freedom. There's anxiety, but there's also excitement to be back in my own vibration right and also seeing that actually the person that i was terrified of losing in my life right where i thought well if i speak up for myself i'm, I'm gonna lose that person and it's so weird because you know anyone else i would suggest well if that person is going to leave you or judge you because you want to be your own in your own space then that's definitely not a healthy relationship dynamic anyway so why is it so important that this person is staying in your life right so that's something that I realized now after I spoke my truth and I felt the freedom. And so ask yourself, you know, it, it, it literally that in itself, that example that I just gave you also gives you so much 
insights on how everything in your life is in your control, so to speak, right? That's a word that Scorpio loves, but it's really in your power. The way you show up, the, that's how the world will show up to you, right? So if I would not have spoken up for myself, yes, I would have denied my truth, denied my intuition, pleased the other person, and that would have caused that the other person is not learning the lesson they are supposed to learn, that I'm not learning the lesson that I'm supposed to learn, and we both just coexist next to each other and might be passive aggressive or there might be a weird elephant in the room, right? And so now we have the opportunity to be open, to be honest, to know if there is unconditional love or not. And if there is not, then that's probably not the best um, vibration for living together or living next to each other or being friends, being in each other's lives anyways, right? And so I'm really, really glad and grateful to have learned that lesson, even though it was hard. And even though I still have some subtle anxiety about, you know, moving outside of my comfort zone again. But it's something the universe is testing me with all my life. So I'm kind of used to it. But even though I'm used to it, it's always new. It always comes in a new flavor. And it always feels like it's amplified because that's, you know, how I even started this episode. We get to know each other every single day from anew. Because 2020 is the year where you literally transform every single day. And so that in itself gives you some sort of uneasiness and stability, but it also gives you so much freedom because literally every single day you can recreate yourself. Isn't that amazing? It's actually amazing. It's your ticket to freedom as well, where you don't have to put yourself in a box, right? You can show up differently every single day. And some people might not like that because it might feel like, oh my gosh, she's unstable, she's inauthentic, she's changing her mind all the time. But that's also a form of freedom. Even if someone wants you to stay the same all the time and to not change your mind, that actually means they are lowering your growth right? They want you to not grow because growth means you're changing. It means expansions. It means new experiences. It means I'm changing my hair color, for example. And if someone is offended by you changing your hair color or changing your mind about something, that speaks for their own safety and security about change in this world, right? And so ask yourself, who do you want to be surrounded by, right? Someone who doesn't want you to change, someone who wants you to play their game, play according to their rules, right? Their needs, or someone who loves you unconditionally. And if you want to have someone in your life that loves you unconditionally, you have to show up in the very same way. You have to love them unconditionally, no matter what they do. No matter if they are triggered by you, no matter if they are angry at you, you still love them doesn't matter because you know it's just an, a little child that speaks through them it's not even about you it's not even personal right so that's really what i want you to see because that's also how i see every single person especially in 2020 it's like our inner child is just coming to the surface coming to the forefront in so many ways so even people especially actually people that attack you it's not even them it's not about even about you it's their inner child screaming right now just wanting to be held, wanting to be loved, being terrified about what's going on in the world, right? And so if we see every single situation right now, especially in, in Scorpio season, especially when Mercury goes back into Libra and has its retrograde period, where relationship dynamics are still such a big topic, right? I want you to see that. 
because then you don't feel like you are the center of the argument or the problem or the cause or whatever it is. It's probably not even about you. It's probably about something they experienced when they were three years old and their mother was upset with them and they thought that they, would, they were a bad child, right? And that their survival is threatened because of that, because they depended on their parents to take care of them, right? So I want you to see that because that's really when compassion comes into play, right? When we have to tune into unconditional love and compassion for the other person, even if they fight you, right? Even if they fight you, doesn't matter. And that's a big, big lesson I had to learn over the last couple of days. And I still feel a little bit unrooted, but even speaking about it made me feel better because being a self-projected projector, I need to hear my voice and I need to hear my soul by speaking and by getting out of my mind because my mind keeps telling me all of these stories about what kind of bad person I am um, for speaking up for myself, right? Because, again, that's not even my own voice. It's probably a voice that I still hear that is actually my dad's voice. And so many people walk around and they hear that their parents' voice inside of their heads and they think it's their own, or they hear other people's voices inside of their heads, and it's not even theirs. It's not even their own voice, because your soul would never attack you in that way. Never, right? And intuition is never anxiety. Intuition is a subtle feeling of, I know that this is needed, this is the truth, right? And intuition is safe. Fear is never safe, and fear is also never love. Intuition is love feeling grounded and rooted in, in your own truth and if you're not feeling that right now then that's your opportunity to reconnect so there's nothing wrong with you for not feeling that right now it's actually natural and it's actually another invitation from the universe right and the sign that you've been asking for I want to hear my soul I want to hear my truth I want to hear my intuition well then we have to show you first what part in your life's what parts in your life are out of alignment. So I'm going to show you, present you with a mirror of all of the parts of yourself and your life where you are playing other people's rules, are rejecting your truth. And that's uncomfortable because it feels like, oh my gosh, I'm losing even more control, right? Before you can regain control and regain your power and reclaim your power. It's all an invitation. You always have to see the contrast. The universe communicates through contrast, through emotions. So the contrasting emotions are the greatest gifts. They are, right? And Scorpio season is the greatest gift too because it literally invites us to jump into the darkness, jump into the unknown. And it's amazing because everyone is you know, invited to do that right now. So you're not even alone. So I invite you to do the very same thing with me where you jump into the unknown and you trust right you just trust and you know even me knowing my birth chart and knowing my astrology and checking in with myself and being really honest and being really true about what I've been doing and what I've been not doing helped me so much to uncover the trigger and the dynamic of that situation where I realized wow 
it's so uncomfortable for me to face and to own that because it's actually me doing only half of the work that I am claiming to do. So I had to be honest with myself, have a reality check and be like, okay, well, Kathy, you need to walk the talk again. You need to follow that first house north node and you have to focus on yourself. Oh, and it's so uncomfortable, right? But also knowing that it's actually my, not my comfort zone to focus on myself tells me that it's the right way or the right approach, right? Because that's a part of my soul. So that's speaking to my truth. And that probably people pleasing is more so what I tend to do. And I'm probably not selfish. I'm probably more so people pleasing the whole time. So I have to probably change that approach and be a little bit more selfish, right? And so again, this, this, this life is all for you. And at the same time, by playing your own song, being in your own frequency, being in your own magic, you impact so many people. You literally invite other people to do the same, right? Because if you would show up as a people pleaser, everyone else around you might feel like, oh my gosh, I need to people please in order to fit in, in order to be on the right path, right? So it's all a co-creation. That brings me full circle back to that moment where I said, it's all a co-creation. So even you speaking your truth and claiming your own intuition is actually you co-creating with someone else that might be triggered by that, right? Because they have a lesson to learn too. And that's what we have to see. So it's a reality check, full circle. It's bringing truth, right, to the surface and addressing all the elephants in the room. That's Scorpio season. That's the real work of Scorpio season, even though it's uncomfortable. And so I hope this episode gave, gave you a heads up, especially... Um, preparing for the full moon in Taurus where we all have to let go of things that are not in alignment with our worth and our values the new values that we have since 2020 basically right where everything changed and you can already start doing your homework now because again Mercury is already in retrograde right so I will speak to you for the episode about the full moon in Taurus probably straight up live from Mexico not live but you know the first episode from Mexico this is the last episode in the US my heart is sad but at the same time I know I have to go outside of my comfort zone in order to grow in order to expand in order to experience the entirety of this universe and I'm excited for the new adventures the new lessons the growth the expansion the new people that I will meet uh, to share it all with you to support you along your way to guide you with Mexico vibes whatever I can do and to show you that it's actually safe it's the safest thing you can do to jump outside of your comfort zone literally to run outside of your comfort zone which I'm gonna do basically on Tuesday I'm scared but it's exactly why I have to do it because that's where the gold and where the magic happens and if you would like to know about your comfort zone and how you can move out of it with the help and the guidance of your birth chart and even your human design chart in order to understand where you absorb other people's energies, where you might have picked up other people's energies, then you are more than welcome to book a session with me, to sit down with me, have a reality check with your soul, a cosmic date with your soul. I love, love, love doing that because it gives you so much encouragement and safety. Yeah, really, really safety. That's all, my whole intention for everything that I do is to make you feel safe for jumping out of that comfort zone because again it's the safest thing you can do because it catapults you into a life full of magic full of your truth full of cosmic bliss 
because that's exactly what we came here to do right to have cosmic bliss cosmic play down on earth and to experience the magic that is literally embodied through and with you so step into your magic Thank you.